Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist. Founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself with better health with the number one podcast of patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. Welcome to the new year. We bring you episode 163, where I talk about my personal reason for getting the COVID 19 vaccine, which I did. Um, I also am going to be kind of discussing the symptoms that I experience after getting said vaccine, because that seems to be a very big topic. But most importantly, I'm going to really be talking about just the level of concern that we're already starting to see from the general public, who at least at the time of this recording, the vaccine isn't even available for. So like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And remember to tell 10 friends uh, to take out today's episode, especially if they have any questions uh, regarding the vaccines. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store, living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. At the store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, coffee mugs, even wristbands, and more. For a limited time, you can get 10% off your next purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. That's EMPOWER10, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-10. Just go to shop.drbayerpr.com to pick up your purchase and get 10% off today. And remember, 50% of your purchases will be donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, a nonprofit organization for high school students. Hey guys, again, Dr. Barry Pierre. So I'm going to talk about why I got the vaccine. I'm going to be talking about my experience getting said vaccine and why it's so important for you all to get the vaccine when it is your time, right? So um, I got the vaccine roughly, depending on the time you listen to this, uh, the end of December. And I got ended up getting the Moderna vaccine. So at the time um, when it was it was available for me to get said vaccine, we had two competing vaccines out. Um, one was the Pfizer, one was Moderna, and our hospital actually ended up getting Moderna. So the similar um, characteristics associated with both Moderna and Pfizer is that is a two shot vaccine, right? So it was a two series vaccine, and you get one. Um, one day and then depending on which one you get, uh, you have to wait 28, 21 or 28 days uh, to get your second dose. So if you caught the last episode, episode 162, you know, I, you know, kind of laid out a lot of the reasons why I think you should get the vaccine, right? But again, I'd be super hypocritical, right? If I did not get said vaccine myself, even though I'm telling everyone of you guys to get the vaccine, right? So yes, I did get the vaccine. I was actually excited to get the vaccine. So excited that um, when I got to work, because when the vaccine first came out, I was on vacation uh, and I was so mad because all of my colleagues were posting pictures of them getting the vaccine. And I was at home like, oh, I can't wait to go get mine. And uh, come to find out, some of my um, colleagues actually, they were they were off work that week too, uh, but they actually went in just to get the vaccine and went back home. I probably should have did that. 
Um, especially when I talk about, you know, all of the, the symptoms and effects I've had kind of following uh, the, the first administration of the vaccine. So I got there on Monday, mentally primed, ready to go get said vaccine and saw all my patients, you know, I was ripping and running. I was trying to finish all of my paperwork then so I can just go right before, right before I leave work to go get the vaccine and go home. But again, come to find out that the clinic had certain hours that they were giving a vaccine, right? So I missed the, like, you You should see, like, the, the level of adrenaline that was kind of running through my veins that just kind of, like, dropped to zero when I realized, like, the clinic was closed and I couldn't get my vaccine. So on Tuesday, I made sure. I said, on Tuesday, there is no way I'm leaving this hospital without that vaccine in my system, right? So finish all my work. Uh, in fact, I didn't even do all of my work. I was like, I'm going to just, I'm stopping my work right now. Uh, didn't even have lunch and went and got the vaccine. Got there. Um, you know, one of our nurse um, employee health nurses were administrating the vaccines. Um, interesting enough, of course, they had a couple of uh, photo op opportunities because, you know, again, unless you're living under a rock, you see a lot of the first healthcare responders, physicians, nurses, um, hospital folks who are you know, like posting up pictures of them getting the vaccine, right? And of course, and you may be thinking like, you know, what's up with this quote unquote propaganda? Why are they, you know, trying to sell us on this vaccine? Well, the reason why they're trying to sell you quote unquote on this vaccine is that they want you to see that like, hey, like we are on the front lines, you know, dealing with COVID every single day and we can't wait. And not only can we not wait, we're enthusiastic about getting said vaccine, right? So that's one of the reasons why they did it. So, I got my vaccine. I had to wait about 15 minutes because, and which which we'll we'll kind of talk about later on. But you know, I got the vaccine, then I had to wait 15 minutes just to make sure I didn't have any reactions. Of course, I did not have any reactions. And then I went about my day. I went to lunch, uh, still finished seeing patients. And then as I was doing my my notes, like I started noticing like that heaviness feeling, right, which is very typical, right. So all of the the symptoms and ways that I felt after the vaccine are all completely normal. Right. And I want to I want to stress that, that you're going to hear people say, you know, I felt this way. I felt that way. This happened to me and understand that when they were going through the trials, these were all symptoms that were brought up like nothing like, you know, despite that false claim of Bell's palsy going around. No, that's and again, to me, like reiterate false, false, false claims of Bell's palsy. No, um, this vaccine does not give you that. Right. So. Um, waited 15 minutes, like I said, uh, started doing my work, arms started feeling heavy, right? So this is what I would consider like day zero. And I actually started, depending on if you follow me uh, on my, um, in my private Facebook group or on my uh, professional Facebook page, um, I started doing live streaming uh, in the evening, right? Where I would talk about like, hey, this is how I'm feeling today. So after day zero, you know, had some arm pain, a little bit of heaviness, really nothing going on. Um, and then what's interesting is that I, I worked out, went to work out on the Peloton. If you're on, if anyone, especially if you're listening and you're on Team Peloton, you know, look look for me, Barry Pierre. My actual, my username is Dr. Barry Pierre, just like it is everywhere. Um, so um, I did a workout and then literally right after I did the workout, like this like bout of chills uh, just started kind of creeping in and like, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like it's like I said, because again, it almost it literally came out of nowhere because I had completed a whole workout. Uh, session and didn't feel a thing. And then like right after I took a shower, about to go to bed, chills hit me. So I, I go go to bed, right? Because it was, it was time for me to go to sleep anyways. 
go to bed, I wake up and like it is still there. Like I'm walking around like like a like a icicle, right? Like everything is cold. Um, and not only that, I'm kind of moving in this like slow motion pace, right? Like I'm just so fatigued. Like you would have swore that I I ran, you know, three hours, right, on that uh, Peloton bike. Like how tired I was feeling that next day. And of course, being the physician that I am, I went to work, right? And so of course I'm at work, and the day was just slow, so so sluggish for me. Getting up to see patients, getting up to chart. Uh, or sitting down the chart uh, felt like it took forever, and it was just kind of like a a, um, a thought process that I had to keep thinking to myself like, okay, I'm gonna get home soon. I'm gonna get home soon, right? I swear, like that was the longest day ever. And of course, the arm pain is still there, right? So you have kind of this chills, you have this arm pain, just kind of just energy just zapped. And it wasn't honestly, it wasn't until about seven eight p.m. that night that like I got over it, right? Like it just kind of like, it was kind of like a rush that kind of like, whew, like, all right, like that, that is over to the point where initially I was like all covered up in my, you know, Florida State sweater um, and under a huge blanket and trying to, trying to, you know, warm up. So all of a sudden I'm drenching sweat, right? Like it was just like a, like a, the pendulum, I definitely swung in, in like the right direction. I already started and I started feeling better. Um, in that regards, right? And what's interesting, especially for those when it is your time to get the vaccine, the CDC is doing a very good job keeping track of these symptoms, right? That's why we know what symptoms are there and what symptoms are not. Because every day, like even as I speak, right, every single day, I get an automated text message to say, hey, um, this is your daily, uh, I think it's called like a daily V check-in or something, or vaccine check-in, I'm assuming. Right. And you check in, you, you log in and then you put uh, the symptoms that you're feeling that day. Right. You say, hey, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fair. I'm feeling terrible. Right. And um, you, you actually list the symptoms that you're experiencing. Right. And of course, all the experience, all the symptoms I'm telling you were already like options to choose. Right. You did have an option to like write in something. Right. Like especially if something weird like happened, but like all the, the, the fatigue. Right. The chills. Right. The the lack of energy. Right. Decrease. Like all those symptoms were like already there. Right. Which means they were already waiting for people to say, like, yes, I feel this. Right. Because, again, that's what they got from uh, the studies. Right. So they kind of knew which uh, symptoms to list and experience. So after day two. Right. So day two, I wake up and I'm feeling much better, right? Like, you know, instead of me walking like I'm walking in quicksand, you know, I got my energy back up. Um, I still had a little bit of a headache, right? So a little bit of a headache, but not not anything to write home about. And uh, the arm pain is still there. Arm pain actually was probably like the heaviest by day three, I would say. Um, and again, it was, and it was, and I, I hate to say the word pain because it was just, it was just like, like you just felt like, like it was a weight like in your arm, right? But like the only time it was like, it was even tender so I, if I actually touched the area that the shot went in. Like if I touched any other place on my arm, I didn't feel anything. But if I actually touched the area that the shot went in, I felt some pain, felt some discomfort. So um, that was that, right? And then honestly, by day four, the symptoms were completely, completely gone. Right. Like I had zero, zero, zero symptoms left from that vaccine. Right. And that is the typical common, um, you know, pathway that you get and that you will get when you get these vaccines, at least especially if you get the Moderna. And I heard the, vac- the Pfizer um, is in a similar instance. Right. Um, uh, the as I speak, um, 
the AstraZeneca, which is going to be the third vaccine, um, is not approved yet. It is approved in India and it is approved in the UK, but not approved here in the US. Um, but I feel like probably by the end of January, that will change as well. Maybe February, but definitely um, you'll, you'll see a third uh, vaccine get added to the mix. So definitely, and we'll, we'll definitely talk about that um, for that standpoint. Because again, right now we're still in the tier one phase, um, which is not going as good as we expected, unfortunately. Um, what we're seeing, right, and you know, especially for those who maybe um, you know about to be in tier two, tier three, and we, we've talked about the different tiers before in a prior podcast, I think episode one hundred and sixty. The tier one isn't as going as smooth as we want. It's because we don't have too many people who actually can give said vaccine, right? So you have a healthcare force who's still taking care. Again, as I speak, um, 20.5 million cases diagnosed in the U.S. About 350,000 people have died, right? So you still have a healthcare force who still has to work and take care of patients. And, you know, being able to effectively allow those healthcare workers to continue working while giving them the vaccine has proved to be very difficult because those same people, like I said, at our hospital, the employee health nurse is the one giving us the vaccines, right? So um, we're having some severe underman areas of care that aren't giving us the ability to distribute a vaccine to everyone who needs to get it. And we're also seeing uh, influx of, you know, tier one people who are like, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine as well, too. Right. Which, again, everything is a personal choice um, that you have. Right. But again, and I think what we're noticing, right, or what I'm noticing, right, especially when I look at social media and I'm on some of my social media platforms is that. You have people who are in the tier two, tier three, maybe tier four. You have these later tier stages who are looking and saying like, hey, if the if the healthcare workers aren't, you know, jumping up to try to get said vaccine, I don't think I'm going to get this vaccine either. Right. And I, what I say, and I've actually been, you know, uh, very vocal about it. Right. Like, again, the vaccine is not going to be a cure all. Right. But it is going to be a huge step to get us to where I think right people want to be. Right. Because I I think people want to get to the point where they want to eat at restaurants again. Right. I think people want to get to the point when they can, you know, go out for social gathering events, sporting events, um, you know, colleges, you know, graduations, all that. Like, I think they want to get to those things as if it was, you know, back, you know, prior to COVID. But I can tell you that it will not happen anytime soon if we don't have a good adoption of said vaccine. That, that I can 100% promise you. And I've, I've said this before. Again, if you're in the, you know, if you're in the team of I'm not getting said vaccine, great, right? So I need you also to be on the team of I'm going to socially isolate. I'm going to always wear my mask. I'm going to always watch. Like you have to, you have to be on one of these teams, right? Like you don't have the ability Right. Especially from a public health standpoint. Right. You don't have the ability to be like, not only am I not going to get the vaccine, but I'm also going to keep not wearing my mask. Right. I'm also going to keep not social distancing. Right. I'm not. You can't do that. Right. Because, yes, you may be young. Right. And you may be able to withstand if you happen to get it. Right. But guess who's not. Right. Your kids. Right. Guess who's not. Your grandma, your mom, your dad. Right. Your loved ones. Right. Like they may not be able to withstand that. And as a physician who takes care of patients with COVID every single day, 
Right. It's very interesting and sometimes even disheartening when you when you hear, especially younger, um, you know, people uh, in the community talk as if there is no repercussions for them not following set rules. Right. So, again, the rule isn't that, yes, you have to get a vaccine. No, the rule is if you want to get back to normal, the vaccine is the best way to do it. And if you decide, no, I'm not going to get a vaccine. Great. Um, Still keep wearing your mask, still keep washing your hands, still keep social distancing and don't complain when you see restaurants close. Right. Don't complain when you see, you know, uh, cities and counties on lockdown. Right. Don't complain when hospitals that used to be able to take care of your loved ones have to send your loved ones to a different hospital. Right. Because they're so full. Right. You can't have it both ways. Right. And that's that's really what I want to make sure I, I stress uh, upon, you know, everyone who's listening or and friends and family that the options are definitely there. The option to not get a vaccine is 100 percent within your right. Right. Just like the option to wear a mask. Right. Is unless depending on where you're at. Like if you go to like a private business, you got to wear a mask. Right. But like. Like don't you can't be vocal on both fronts, right? You can't be uh, in the instance of you know the government is trying to do something with said vaccines, right? And that's why I'm not taking it. All right, cool, right? But the government also you know regulates the food you eat and the the water you drink. Like, are you not participating on those acts as well? Um, government also regulates taxes and commerce and everything. Are you not participating in that aspect as well? Like. Which aspect of the government are you participating in? Or are you just selectively choosing what you think the government is going after? Right. Like, again, it's just one of those more uh, comical discussions I've been having uh, more frequently uh, than I'd like to. But it just is what it is. So, again, that is the 20 cents for me as far as my COVID-19 vaccine experience. I wish everyone who's in listening uh, radius of uh, my voice, uh, very safe travels. I wish your family, you and your family, nothing but health in 2021. Um, I can tell you the COVID-19 vac- uh, virus is here to stay for a while, right? Like I do not think that You know, 2021 is going to be the year that everything bounces back, right? This is definitely looking more like 2022-ish. And if that's the case, right, I want you guys to be prepared for it. So you guys be blessed. Have a great day. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode hope you were empowered by today's episode please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so, 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 so valuable for what we're doing here on the Lynch Learn and everything with Pierre Michael Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv is very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text Lunch Learn Pod. This is all going to be one word Lunch Learn Pod. 
888-242-4422. And you'll be on the listserv. You'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out. You'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because I usually tell my listserv members, hey, this is what I'm working on. This are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on. Thanks, guys. You have a blessed day, and I'm going to see you guys next week.